Hey, it's your boy, Mr. Alex here, editor of um, Sarcasm Colored Glasses. Just wanted to let you know that there's a slight um, audio technical issue on the back end of this episode. We have no idea what happened, but we tried our best to correct what was going on. Um, you'll hear some cutouts here and there, but, you know, such is life. We didn't notice this until after the episode was recorded. So um, there you go. But please enjoy the episode. If you have any thoughts and whatever, subscribe, comment. And yeah, this will be going up on YouTube soon. So thanks a lot again and hope you enjoy the episode. Peace. Sounds, okay. Sounds like it's, it's stopped. So, yeah. Okay. Welcome to Sarcasm Colored Glasses. I'm your host, Jay, and I've got a special guest here from Eye Pokes and Head Chokes, Hula. Yes. Well, we are here, as doing? we uh, kind of mentioned in our last one, that we're going to talk about Gotham, our like, you know, whole DC thing that we've got going on for, uh, you know, everything that's happening. So, and, you know, with, we're talking about like, you know, with crossovers and with bringing these superheroes, supervillains to life in a live action way. And Gotham was kind of one of the first shows for DC to do that really successfully. Um, I mean, I often originally described it as kind of like, you know, it's the it's like a cop show, but set in Gotham City. You know, it's it, it's not about Batman, yeah. Batman but it's like because it was. Exactly, because it's more it's more about the city and specific characters, like, of course, Bruce Wayne is going to be one of the main characters, but. It's, it really goes back and forth between him and yeah. and and Jim Gordon. Like, you never know who's the real main character until, like, I guess every season you figure it out, but every season yeah, is pretty much between I, those two. I very much felt like Jim Gordon was really more the main character. Like, everything centered around what he was doing. And, you know, like, Bruce was even in the side of it, you know, a lot of you know, it would be him calling yeah. Bruce or speaking to Alfred or something happened, but everything was, everybody was like, damn, this Gordon or Jim, why won't you get on board? All of that stuff, you know, and everything that happened was because, you know, he just was very hardcore. He just wanted to do, he was that good cop in the worst city in the world. And, and everyone else was being corrupt and everyone else yeah. was like, uh, well, this is Gotham. This is the way we've done business forever. So... Who are you to stop it? You're just, you're not even a commissioner yet. You're a, a regular policeman. You're not even a detective yet. So slow down. So I, I did like that. It, like, yeah, he was pretty much the main character because everything connected to him. Like even down to Fish, Penguin, uh, the Riddler working in the office around him and Lucius Fox as well. So yeah, he, yeah, he's the and main they character. Had such a There's unique no way, way of bringing out these supervillains, you know, like initially, you know, and and us as viewers and us as you know people who are Batman fans, we know when they say like, oh hey, this I'm Edward Nigma, then you're like, wait a minute, that's the Riddler, you know, uh, but he's being the good guy, he's helping yeah. solve crime. So you're like, okay, so what's gonna happen here? Because we know where it's gonna end up going as a viewer and a fan, but, you know, it, it's introduced yeah. as a way that, you know, here's just this guy, Ed, you know, and, you know, and even like Penguin just, you know, he was, you know, Oswald and every, like, like Penguin was his nickname, but it was something that they, you know, made fun of him for because of the way he walked. 
Yeah, I forgot what it was. His legs were broken. I think it was like a deformity of like like his birth. So he kind of like always was like that. So he kind of like pulled his like one leg and he kind of had that little side to side penguin wall. Yeah, so he waddled and that was something that, you know, so they were making fun of him calling him penguin. It wasn't really because he was, you know, that Danny DeVito that we're used to from the cartoon and comics. It was like, it's like, yeah, you walk like a penguin, you know, and then but he ended up embracing it, you know, when he was like, you know, when he ended up taking over everything and when he was the main crime boss and stuff like that, he was like, yeah. Yep. After he got rid of Fish Mooney, which which was actually a really good character and just a good uh, rise to, I guess, fame or hierocracy in Gotham. Like, it was a really good story between the um, the three of them yeah. and um, Falcone as well. Like, he, he, he was a real boss. He pulled a lot of strings. And I really loved how they built characters in Gotham. Like, that's the main thing about Gotham, if anyone wants to go back and watch it, watch it for the character building. Like everyone is either there for a minute or they just pop back up or they're just there from from the beginning to the end. And that's one yeah. thing I really like about the Yeah, it was building. something where it you know sense. um you know, when we have our shows now, um, you know, on the HBO shows, HBO shows and everything, they're usually like, you know, 10 episodes a season. So it's something that's good for us that, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. OK, you know, you're vested into it. But, you know, say if you especially want to catch up on three seasons, you just got those 10 episodes there. It's not going to be too much. You can binge things. You know, Gotham isn't something you can binge very easily because it's, you know. Yeah. And it's 20s. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of episodes. Good, but, but it's yeah, our but it episodes. Gives you that opportunity to build, you know, on these characters. You can start Poison Ivy as a kid in the beginning, and then work her up into her getting her own episode and her becoming yeah. like you know a main um, antagonist of what's going on for like you know like whatever a couple of episodes that was, you know, and like the building of the relationship between her and Selena, and you know, and Selena and Bruce, you know. So, that was you know, you've got, yeah, so you've got this thing where, you know, like Catwoman's trying to, you know, it's like, is she really bad? Is she like, you know, she's Bruce's friend, but then she's got to do what she's got to do. Yeah, she's trying to find her way. She's, she's like an, uh, an abandoned youth in one of the most horrible cities in the world at this point. So she has to find her way and... By any means necessary, you have to survive as someone who's just, like, you have nobody to lean on. There's no adults in the city that's either going to look after you or take care of you. And the ones that are going to take care of you are pretty much showing mm-hmm. you the ropes of yeah. the underworld. So it was it was really amazing to see her just have that push and pull of her as, a, her as just being a good yeah. person and being a bad person or just... Just being somebody that's surviving, because you can't really say if she's good or bad, because she's still young and she's not really. She, yeah, and she that's hasn't really hurt anybody. She's like she's you know Catwoman is. I mean, our history of Catwoman is that she's never really been the bad person. She just yeah. you know she robs because she has to. She has she has her own code about it, and that's and she really and you see that being built here it's you know she's like okay well i'll do this because this is god you need to survive but at the same time i won't do that 
you know, I'm not going to kill this guy or I'm going to help this person because they're in need, but, you know, screw this person that's rich, you know? And so it builds that real character, you know, and you could see, and even casting wise, because looking at like the first episode, you look at her and you're like, okay, this is Michelle Pfeiffer when she was little, (laughs) you know? (laughs) <laughs> yes yes that's definitely how it felt like so like you can always pick and pull what characters is from what i guess what dimension of the bath the batman universe because it's like okay this bruce this young bruce is probably the bruce yeah um, i can see that more Christian Bale. like um that's definitely not a george clooney bo- uh bruce <laughs> you know and um i no no yeah he was way too broody way too broody and way too sad and just tort like he went through a young tortured soul and of course that's what bruce goes through after um after his parents being killed right in front of him but it's very different from yes uh playboy bruce so we don't even see any of that even with the relationship with him and um and Selena yeah. Kyle, we it, barely, barely. It's like he's he's that. And it yep. makes sense. He's that awkward team that doesn't know how to talk to him, but he's also that tortured team that seen what yeah, he's seen you know, that doesn't and, know how to talk. And to it, like, people. and it's with their on again, off again relationship, which builds right out of the comics. You know, the whole thing of like, you know, they're it's they like yeah. you don't see that Playboy. You know, he's not like, hey, Selena, how you doing? You know, he's more like. Hey, uh, Selena, um, I, and she's like, she's like, do you not know how to talk to people? What is wrong with you? But she, but she also feels bad because she knows what he's gone through, and that speaks to her as a character and her code yeah. of how she will help people that are in need. So then you're like, okay, so does she really care about him, or is she, you know, just she sees the tortured soul and she's trying to make him like you know even i think there was an episode where she takes him through gotham and she's like okay this is this is what it's really like this is what life is like outside of your big house away from everybody you know and trying to get him to understand reality while still caring for him you know she does it out of caring it's not just like hey you know what i'm going to teach this rich boy playboy a lesson it's just like no if you're going to survive you need to know what's really out there yeah Exactly. Like, you have to know that gray area. Like, I'm not, like, her whole thing was, I'm not doing this for fun. I'm doing yeah. this to survive, and I don't want a handout. Like, that was really great to to see a kid character, but because we've never seen that in, we haven't, we haven't seen that in a lot of comic book stories or even coming of age um, stories where it's just like, okay, no, I want it. I'm going to go get it. I don't need any help. And of course, nobody can do anything on their own, but she ran into him. She was actually like kind of manipulating a lot of people. Like I love the, the, I love just that team of her, Tabitha, Barbara, yep. yeah, and, like the, the sirens. Um, and Barbara. That was a great team. Yeah. Yes. Sirens before the sirens, I guess. But yeah, they, that was, definitely a and um poison ivy was in that for maybe like a episode or two at one point but yeah i love that portion of of just who she ended up becoming because it just showed more of yeah like 
brush you have to use you kind of have to use them too you have to use other people and you have to realize that you're going to get used to because everyone has in gotham everyone has to actually trade information and yeah and, because and in gotham nobody does anything for free right and nobody does it to help you out so you have to you have to have your own code exactly and, um and, it, and it's funny because it's like you know that's so much for that's all just one character out of all of this and they've got so many different and it has yeah. that equal depth to everybody you know like even like the riddler you know like his yeah. like you know, he he started out just as like a random clerk guy, and he also had issues speaking to people, and he was obsessed with riddles and puzzles and stuff. But yeah. how that decayed into what he ended up being—his obsession with like you know, like getting over the penguin and like beating Jim Gordon, you know, and just having a relationship. Yeah, and the girlfriend. Oh my God, the girlfriend is 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 one of the things that I guess mm-hmm. it's the main thing that really cracked him. I think it was because he because after a while he just he just became yeah. another tortured soul. Like <laughs> and the story of Gotham is just many, many different tortured souls. Like he becomes a tortured soul because he killed her accidentally. Next thing you know, he's in his own mind, he's being yeah. haunted by her and himself. So like it it was just fascinating to watch that. Like we haven't seen too much of this happened we haven't seen anxiety on tv as much we haven't we haven't seen uh schizophrenia as in this way on television so it's like when it comes to building characters and we know that there's many things wrong with many different characters and then it's like okay that's Mm -hmm. that's a window for that that's a window for this it's like it's it's great It's, it's it 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 makes a world yeah. that you can actually pull it into. Totally, and it, it very much was like it brought. It wasn't so like you know, the whole thing was like it's not about Batman and it's not about Batman villains and who he's working with and everything like that. It's about this city and what the city does to people, you know, either in a positive way or a negative way. You know, you've had so many characters, even um, Jim Gordon's uh, girlfriend slash wife. Um, God, I know her name's Marina something. Um, it's yeah. uh, yes i know who yeah. you're talking about the one after barbara she's a, she's i can't think of her name as well <laughs> yeah. but so um so yeah uh, yes you know yes. she was yes. you know on both sides of the fence too you know she's a doctor trying to help people and then you know she's like you know and then when she was the, dealing with jim's bs all the freaking time she was like okay the lion going back and forth to Barbara to get some information. Yeah. It's like no, and then they they end up like this. breaking up, and then she ends up with you know Falcone's son who gets killed, and then she goes the dark path, and then you know she's on that side, but then she ends up coming back onto you. I'm spoiler alert, but you know, but it's, there, there's so much going on here. Like it's you know <laughs> in the entire five seasons that like one little thing isn't gonna you know. I mean, the whole thing about Gotham is we know where it's gonna end. So like, that's it. Leslie oh Thompson. Like I could not think of the life of it. <laughs> <laughs> I could. Yeah. I'm on. I'm on um, Wikipedia right now. I can name every now, other so character that she played in another place, but I'm like, what is this one that we're actually talking about? <laughs> but uh, it's but it's amazing because it shows like the reality of a human person going through these situations. Like you know, you might be the greatest person, but then you go through a tragedy, and then now all of a sudden you're the one being hunted. You know, and so. 
a lot of great things. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, you know, Jim Gordon, the white, you know, while saying he's such the main characters, he's the one that's really completely uncompromising. And, you know, but it's in Gotham. Well, uncompromising uh, with his beliefs. Because, this, because this, everybody has where okay, their yeah. line is. And, you know, he's the one that, you know, he says that this is what I believe and this is what I believe is right and good and whether this person dies whether i'm gonna die whatever i'm still gonna stick with it and he sticks with that pretty much good or bad i mean it's most of the bad things happen because he refuses to you know compromise a little bit on that you know and harvey's constantly going he's like look give a little you know it's like this is think about the big picture he's like i don't care about the big picture this is right this is how you know and like and so he's so stuck and that's like what kind of leads so many things. And yeah, he does bad things, but he does them by his own code, you know, and for his reasons of doing things. And when people try to push him to do it, you know, he'll like stop and think about it for a second, but he's like, nah, nah, that's not who I am. And, you know, I don't care what the consequences, you know, and (laughs) half of the time we leave breaking up with him is because it's like, you just don't think about the consequences. You're so stuck on that, you know? And, you just think about the good that it, that's going to come out of it, but you got to think about the consequences and and some of the other things that mm-hmm. might happen. It's a trickle down effect. So he wasn't thinking. He wasn't thinking about the negatives of it. Just always, I don't want to say he yeah, wasn't. He, yeah. he just didn't care enough. He didn't. He, he just always thought the good will always outweigh the bad. Yeah, which, you know it's. It's not always yes, true, you know, and so especially for God, a little bit of compromise <laughs> might have you saved a lot better than, you know, saying no and then having to go through this whole shit show. <laughs> but yeah. And another one, um, Harvey, his partner was a very good. He was just a good partner when it came to just talking him through certain things and actually letting him know, like, <laughs> nah. Uh, I'm in the middle of this, so you can't always. It's not always gonna work your way. Yeah. I'm gonna have to manipulate you as well. <laughs> and I like that he was upfront about certain things. He hid certain things, but yeah. and he, you he know, was he. About a lot. I feel like Harvey was very a Gotham cop. You know, he was the good balance of it. He's like, okay, you know, you need to let this yeah. criminal go so that you can get this one, or you know, like you. He he's very much his whole model is pick your battles. So he's like, this is not f- worth fighting over yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. That's not, that's too much, you know, or, you know, and that was the thing where like Jim never was, it, there was no, um, there was no end if, or maybe, you know, it was just like, there's no picking the battles. It's like, no, my battle is everything. That. <laughs> you know? and, and, you know, and, that, and that's where everything ends up landing up because when you pick a battle with everywhere, you know, you can have like enemies on every side, but Harvey was always there with him regardless of it. And like, it, he was even telling him, it's like, Jim, this is stupid. Yeah. I'll be on with you, but this is stupid. And then, I, yeah. Yeah, no, you're going to die. This is yeah, a death no, wish, that's where like, it brings you. on the cop drama thing because it's like, you know, very, you know, you got your law and order type thing where, you know, it's your cop and your partner and going through the motions and you've got, you know, these two partners have different ways of doing things. You know, you're both on the side of law. You both have your um, your motivations and everything, but they're completely different. And But you're trying to get to the same place. That they've, and in the end of it, you support each other, but you're doing things very differently. So, you know, mm-hmm. so many aspects with this show. And 
like so much like everything everything that we spoke about for one character could be applied to any of them you know you pick like any random Batman yeah. character in the comics and it's been, you know, had at least a couple of episodes in Gotham where they went from point A to point B and you really see it's like, damn, this is what the city does. You know, um, one of my favorite things and I'm jumping all over the place, but one of my favorite things is that it takes things from so many different universes. You know, like we saw like like this Catwoman is very much the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. And like you said, the the bat the Bruce Wayne, that is totally like Val Kilmer more than other ones. And you've got the Joker, which they never say Joker. They, it was just Jerome and Jeremiah. Um yeah, which oh, I love God, the was, fact that he that had was a twin, <laughs> and he corrupted no, his it, own twin. It's so funny because you're like, he's like, oh, you know, this is my crazy brother, and then you're like, actually, he was the crazy one. He just he spawned off of that crazy, you know. Yeah. He just was getting away with it and stuff. And the way and they pulled so many different aspects of Joker into these two personas, you know. And it was funny because, like, the introduction yeah. episode where he was, you know, this the shot, the sideshow, like uh, the carnival guy, you know, and his mom died. He's like, you know, like yeah. he was the he was basically the Bruce Wayne, you know, his 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 only parent had died, and he's alone by himself. He's sad or whatever. And then when like I don't I'll never forget it, but it's like that time when they were, you know, had him in the interrogation office, and they were basically laying down the thing that all the evidence that said that he killed his mother and he was looking down crying and he looks up and that face and it brings out, you see Jack Nicholson, you see Heath Ledger, you see everything that we've seen in that smile. And he's like, well, yes, then she shouldn't have been fucking a clown, you know, or something like that. And then, he, <laughs> and then, you know, and then you see that. Yeah. Yeah. Come out and he just like, you know, and then, then it really brings you back to all that, thing of how the acting the acting was amazing because he was you know playing like the victim and everything and you never would have thought this and then when they're like holy cow and to go from point a to point b in a second and just the way and the way he brought yes. his smile up yes. like that and you're like holy cow channeling everything and that's what's so amazing about the show is it's not just taking like okay so this is our the character building and and the people playing the characters because even when it comes like everyone in there pretty much has mm -hmm. a resume except for the younger kids like the uh the joker character he's in a shit ton yep. of stuff he was in malcolm in the middle playing a crazy kid playing a crazy kid with gloves on and 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 uh yeah one of yeah. the crazy classes he was he's in shameless playing the um uh, a bipolar is schizophrenic in a show. Uh, to go from those two things to come to this is not that hard. Um, yeah, we already know Jada Pickett is is amazing. Um, uh, uh, what is what's the main Jim Gordon's character? Like that actor Ben McKenzie. He's been mm -hmm. in everything too. He's that guy. Smaller roles, but you know him. Yes, you know you know Falcone. He that guy's been in everything. Uh, even when it comes to um, the penguin, he he played uh, somebody with ADHD and um, and accepted. He and he nailed in, that um, role. God, so to be able to, the, the the Wilson one with uh, Vince Vaughn, Wedding Crashers. 
And, and just, it's funny to like, yes, I watched he was. Way yes. I watched Gotham. And then when I saw it again, I'm like, wait a minute, is that Penguin? And like, and that was a crazy character too that he played, <laughs> like the crazy brother, you know? And, you know, like, yeah. and, you know, and it is so funny to see the, the, um, the variety that these actors have under their belts, you know, like they're not just typecast into anything, you know, yes. and they brought all of that to Gotham, you know, you see them go through everything. And that's, yeah, because it's not just, like, when it comes down to um, most of these characters, they're playing mm-hmm. two characters. Like, it's not just Bruce Wayne and Batman. It's Penguin and yep. um, Cobblepot. <laughs> it's it's, it's um, Edward Nigma and there's yep. the Riddler. Like, you can see the transformations while it's happening. So I've always been interested in like just certain scenes like one uh for for an example um the movie split when james mcavoy is just mm-hmm. going through all his characters in one scene that is amazing to me and this is pretty yeah. much the television version of it it's amazing as times. an actor to play like you know, literally go through the motions like that and to see that and the funny thing is yeah technically like you know when you're talking about dc it's all accurate you know, all of they're pulling things all from the comics, yeah. all from different versions or different movie things that we've seen. And, you know, and so that's like the most amazing part about the show is, you know. Yeah. And it's still new. It's it's a different origin story, but they're still pulling from different characteristics yep. of different comics. Like it's it's all new, yeah. but it's all familiar. You can, it's you not, can it's get not super so foreign. much out of this one series, and we've got like like five seasons, and you know, like twenty episodes. I think there's like a uh, hundred episodes. You know, I mean, but yeah. like if you're watching Lost or you're watching, you know, some like Supernatural, you you know, you there's a lot of episodes. So you know, it's in the grand scheme of things, it's really not yeah. that bad. I watched like a couple of seasons like over a summer when it was on Netflix, and this and it again, where to see this. It's on Netflix, all five seasons. Um, but uh, so it's, you know, I wouldn't say like, oh, yeah, let's kill this in a weekend. But, you know, it's definitely one of those things where it's like you watch a couple episodes a night, you know, like it and it's it draws you in. You want more of it. It is something that while it's a lot to binge, yeah. you can definitely binge if you would like to. Is yeah, because it's enjoyable <laughs> and everything that we're saying is enjoyable and you know certain characters, you know certain actors and actresses, and it's just a familiar story that you might want to see a different take on. I've never been the guy to say, "Oh, this is not what I've read." I don't, I don't yeah. want to watch. <laughs> I don't want to watch what I've read already. I don't want like if we, I, mm-hmm. everyone shits on the Dragon Ball Z movie, right? I like it because it's a different take on it, not because of visually. I get it's mm-hmm. it's kind of. <laughs> kind of fucked up but but it's just a different take i like a, I like to see a different take of what i'm used to like i've watched all the dragon balls dragon ball z everything except for mm-hmm. gt and, and now super but i'm familiar so i want a different take i want give me a different origin story and that's what we got with gotham this is a different origin story with the same characters and some new characters too yeah because 
No, that was, that, was, that, was, that was a new around. one, yeah. But it's That's like Jada Pickett-Smith. It's like, you know, like, stick her in anything, give her any role, she's going to rock yeah. it. You know, it's like, I don't care if this character hasn't yeah. been in the Bat- Batman mythos before. I love it, and I love her. Do whatever you want with her, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, it, lots of great things from this thing. And I, I advise everybody to, like, sit down and just watch a little bit of it. You know, if you, like, were at it before and you gave up or the world happens, um, you know, here's a great time to hear yeah. you're looking for something to watch that's worth it. Watch Gotham. It's great. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we could probably go on forever about, like, every different character. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, um, was Leslie Tompkins, was she actually I don't think she was either. an original character? I think because it, uh, one of the, and it's funny because like Nadia okay. had mentioned this in our last talk, um, how like, you know, um, is it, she's like, oh, isn't he supposed to be with Barbara? And uh, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like Jim Gordon, Barbara Gordon. That's, that's what we're used to, you know? And they do, I mean, they do have the yeah. child and they are on again, off again. Oh no, we had it. All right, so a little bit of technical difficulties there because uh, if you stick your hand out the window, you'll know it is hot as frack outside. (laughs) (laughs) Computer said, no, no. (laughs) So uh, yeah, so we were just pretty much closing up there anyway. So um, thank you for joining in for another little crossover talk about this awesome show. And um, hopefully everybody will get on their Netflix and um, hit us up on Twitter and tell you tell us what you think of it. Um, but yeah, until next time, I hope you're feeling uh, your perceptions filled, and we will see you next time. Yes, and thank you, for, thank you for having me on the show again. Oh, always a pleasure. <laughs> thank you. All right.